This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, I have a question here. If you forgot your phone at home, how far would you drive before you go get it? Now, I also have... (laughs) A fascinating iPhone recovery story that I want to share with you. Okay. So think about that. Fun question. You can do this at work, wherever you are today. It's our most valued possession because everybody's got their cell phone. And say you're driving uh, to work and you realize you forgot your phone was at home. How far would you have to be before you decided to drive back to get your phone? Before you decided not to drive back. How far away would you have to be before you wouldn't go back to get exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. Now I have, and I come in early sometimes, but I have shown up here at work, and I'm like, well, I forgot my cell phone. <laughs> so I have gone back home, which is a probably 13 minutes. So it's been like a 30 minute round trip to go get my cell phone because I. I mean, now I've also had the days where I'm like, eh, I don't need it today. Well, coming to work, I wouldn't care. Okay. Although I do the pocket check before I leave my house every morning. Do you really? I do. You to make sure it? I got everything, my wallet, my keys, my See, phone. I do that too, but it, uh, it's still there's times when you just mess up and you forget for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I don't know how long it would take before I would say I ain't going to turn it around. I mean, I, a good way for me to think about it is when I go on vacation or oh, something. Oh, yeah. No, I've done that. But that's a longer time, mm-hmm. and you're thinking I'd go probably a 30 minutes back, hour round trip. Yeah, okay. That's about that's, that's where you good. start trying to find other solutions. Maybe I can get by with an iPad, or maybe I can buy a burner phone when I get there. Well, the average answer is about 10 minutes. Okay, so well, that's for work. That, that is different. That's work, yeah. You'll, so yeah. you'll waste 20 minutes making sure you got your cell phone all day. But if you're going on a week-long trip, yeah, be that, I think that's more interesting. because Oh, yeah, I'd <laughs> yeah. have to have it for a weekend or even a day trip. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm... You know, going to spend the day somewhere on the lake or at a pool, I'm going to go back and get it. Yeah. I, I uh, was going to Charlotte for a concert, and I got to Spartanburg and realized my tickets were still back home in Greenville. Oh, no. <laughs> so I had to turn around yeah. from Spartanburg, drive back to Greenville, get tickets, then drive back to Charlotte. We were late. The concert had started. But now, that's the kind of before, I guess, they did all this Ticketmaster yeah, stuff. Yeah, before the whole well, now, yeah, now you got Now, if you forget your phone, you don't have your tickets yeah. either. <laughs> yeah, you got to go back. It's, it's, it's a different process. I just did that the other night, and it was just weird to and have <laughs> this, the, you know, your tickets on your phone. You got to make sure you download everything. You called me asking me how to do it, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I had somebody <laughs> somebody transfer tickets to my Ticketmaster app, and that's the only thing I've ever done. With I will it. say it's much easier 
So much easier to do it with your cell once phone. You get once it you set get it up. set up, yeah. But I will tell you this. I was at Jimmy Buffett in Charlotte, and uh, <laughs> well, because everybody's trying to pull their phones up at once, you could not get, your, nothing would work for anybody. Yeah. Everybody was panicking because you couldn't pull up your ticket. So luckily, one of the girls that I was with had a hot spot on her phone that she was giving out the password to everybody. Gosh. So yeah. we had to do that. So, yeah, always have your ticket like a... A photo or a screenshot of it. Thing about going to the Jimmy Buffett concerts and the Snoop Dogg concerts, it's like you forget your phones at the concert. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had to make sure I do the pocket check leaving there. Yeah, leaving the concert. <laughs> that's an interesting yeah. thing, Cato, because if the the venue doesn't have good Wi-Fi, then that's a problem. And and I don't know if the venue mm-hmm. did. It was at the PNC Pavilion, which is outdoors. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know. I never had used a ticket through my phone before, so that was a first for me. And uh yeah, I, I panicked because all my friends were already going inside, and luckily this couple I didn't even know <laughs> happened to sign into my friends' uh, hot hot spot. So I, they re, they remembered the password. You're like, I'll just sit in the car and listen from here. I know they had the keys to the car. I, I went back to the tailgate site. I think you, like Apple Wallet and stuff saves all that, so that you don't have to be to a what hot spot then. Yeah, and somebody said that too, but I'm not well, an iPhone person. Yeah, yeah, you download the ticket to your phone. That's what I did. I, yeah, I just screenshot it. So I have time. the tail of two canoes and an iPhone. The oh. tail of. Two canoes and an iPhone here. You had me at, well, you didn't. Okay, didn't? <laughs> Not yet. All right, so this guy, he saw something under the surface of shallow water while he was uh, canoeing down a river. He reached down, grabbed it, and it was an iPhone. And it was covered in mud. He took it home and used an air compressor to dry it out. And I always thought you put it in rice, you know. To- That's what I think <laughs> you're supposed to do. Well, he used an air compressor to dry it out. He cleaned off the mud, charged the phone, and it came back to life. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's alive! Uh, he shared the photos of the phone's lock screen on Facebook. And it was an image of a man and a woman and in a, lo- is, uh, in a local Facebook group. And it was claimed by a guy named Owen. He described how the phone fell out of his pocket 10 months ago when he was goofing around in a canoe. Wow. And so it was underwater in mud for 10 months. It was revived after that 10 months underwater. That's amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, not as much as you think because they are starting to make them waterproof. I know, but still, like 10 months underwater? Well, water resistant, uh, kind of. It yeah, gets like, dipped, but yeah, submerged. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. Well, that's I think amazing. the iPhone's good for like 10 or 12 feet, but I would. I would definitely be impressed that it managed to last 10 months that way. I mean, mine didn't last doing five sand angels at the beach when the <laughs> yeah. tide came in. But you were, uh, that was an older phone. They're yeah. starting to make them more waterproof. It yeah. was two weeks old when I had it. Oh. Now, yeah. this is, if you're ever on YouTube and look for it, there's a guy who makes a really good living on YouTube. And he basically goes to touristy spots like these rivers and all. Yeah. And he goes scuba and he finds all these things hmm. and he returns them for free. Which is really nice, but his YouTube channel is huge, so he's making his money on the YouTube channel. But he has found everything from jewelry to iPhones and different phones, and it's really a cool channel. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's probably not the most interesting thing you'll watch this oh, week, yeah. but if you're just digging through YouTube, it's something to check out. <laughs> I got plenty of time to waste when it comes to the internet, Tom. But, um, but people do that now. And yeah. if you think about it in the future, they're going to find some of this stuff and it'll still work. Do I? Sure. It's yeah. crazy, but when I am around water or somewhere where I could possibly lose my phone and not get it back, you should, I hold on to mm-hmm. it so tight. 
Yeah. You know, like leaning no, over oh, something, oh, taking know. a picture. or oh. You know what's so funny is that anytime you walk over one of those grates in the parking lot with the big wide holes, <gasps> yeah, yeah. you're like, oh my God, yeah. this is a keychain attractor. I or, you know, it's a, a key fob attractor or a phone attractor. And I'm like, hold on really tight. <laughs> I saw a TikTok video where the lady throws her phone up over the water and takes chopsticks and grabs it out of the air. That's stupid. Yeah, I know. I know. It ain't worth yeah. it if you mess up. But no, the video I see that was, channel. Yeah, that video was amazing, though. To <laughs> well, see her that other guy in. needs to have his channel right there so he can go rescue it for her after she misses. Yeah, she didn't miss. It was amazing. Or either someone photoshopped that video. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> and I fell for it. Oh. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I'm going to tell you guys some secrets that when I was in school, we had a girl whose dad was an FBI agent. Okay. And he taught us how to become human lie detectors. Really? And during this story, I'm going to tell a lie, and I'm going to see if you guys can use this information to figure it out. This would be great for poker night. Okay. <laughs> this could help you on poker night for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. So here are the tricks to being a human lie detector. Okay. First off, whenever you've got someone that you think could be lying, you want to be very nice to them. Okay. The reason is you want them to talk. You want them to talk and talk and talk and talk. The more they talk, the more likely they are to slip up. Okay. Because so, my, my buddies, they will not talk sometimes when we're in the hand together. And they'll yeah. put their sunglasses on. Okay. So yeah. they're hiding that. They yeah. know that. Yeah. And I'm trying to engage in some kind of, you know, just even idle chit chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to see. They'll okay. say something. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to help you or not then. No, or I could do this with my kids. You know, I don't think my kids lie to me. They might, but I don't and think so. Kids are pretty good at it. Yeah. Okay, don't obsess over body language. So many mis- dis- uh, misdirections and, and misunderstandings about body language. Uh, they say things like lack of eye contact or fidgeting aren't really signs of a lie. Uh, some people can lie staring you straight in the face without blinking. It's not a guarantee at all. Someone said if your eyes roll back in your head, you know, like you're thinking, like they you go possessed. to the left, right. Possessed. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Extreme. Yeah, that's a different list, yeah. ain't it? <laughs> but they say don't waste your time focusing on their body language. Pay attention to what they're saying. Okay. Next, ask unanticipated questions. If somebody knows what you're getting ready to ask, they can have a pretty good lie planned out. But you want to come at it from angles on the side. You want to ask questions that they didn't see coming. Like, let's say someone tells you that they were late to work because they had a flat tire. Okay, you want me to play that? I was late to work. I had a flat tire. Which tire was it? It was the third one. What's the third one? (laughs) You're already sounding suspicious. Yeah, I ain't good at lying, (laughs) y'all. All right. Use strategic evidence. Okay. Lead the person to eventually say something that you know is a lie, then drop a piece of evidence that you know that was a lie. So maybe you already have an idea that this is a lie, so you just need to get them to make a mistake. So you ask specific questions that could lead them to make that mistake. So which tire was it? So I asked, well, I asked which tire was it. You said the third one. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, which one is that? Let's say you, you said, oh, that's the one on the back right. Okay. And then I might ask questions about, well, did you uh, have to watch out for traffic while you were changing the tire? Uh, no. Why? Uh, because I was out in the country. Oh, okay. Happened. See, yeah. I'm trying to find out which side of the car you were on, if you were imagining it on the left side oh, where the okay. traffic yeah. might be or the right. Yeah. 
That's I'm making that up as I went. But, 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 still, it's, but you get you them mean, to say something yeah. that's not consistent, and then you're like, okay, that didn't line up with what you just said, and then they've been caught in part of a lie. They're probably going to fold on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then finally they say, don't challenge them too early. Let the conversation go on for a while before you start stra- uh, trapping the person with evidence or tricky questions. You want them to say as much as possible and dig as deep of a hole as possible. So don't say anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, let them just dig. So you can have friends like mine. They just admit that they lie. Yeah, that's true. I know. <laughs> you yeah, got your buddy I, that does yeah, that. Yeah, he's he? like, yeah, I'm a, I said, I don't believe it, uh, just a, a part of what you say. Probably yeah. barely any. He goes, oh, well, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. His <laughs> percentage has moved up a little bit. <laughs> now, I told you guys that I was going to tell a lie. Yeah. Did any of you catch the lie? I didn't. Okay. Do you want to use any of these techniques on me? Um, I didn't even pay attention. Which which one did you lie about? None of those. Oh. I lied about the girl in high school, her dad coming and telling us all this oh, stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, because no dad would come to school and teach exactly. you how to lie. Well, or or even even if he did come to school, and he did, but he told us about FBI stuff, not about how to catch a liar. <laughs> yeah. See, I heard that, and it didn't, it didn't register, because I'm the type, even with my friends talking, and I know what's coming out of his mouth is a lie. Yeah. I don't care. I'm not going to question it. It's like, all right, if that's what you want to say, I'm, I'm good with yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and I remember those days where, you know, your, your parents would come in and they would tell what they did for a living. Right. And, you know, I had this girl and her dad was like a magician and he'd come in and do magic tricks and stuff. My dad was a rocket scientist yeah, from NASA. I was like, always proud when he came in. And my dad came in. He was an insurance salesman for State Farm. <laughs> He's, he sold a bunch of policies that day, though. Right? No, no, he did not. Hey, kids, take this note home and get your parents to sign it. The, the teacher actually assigned him during nap time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, he could have come when he was a uh, bread truck guy. Well, he did drive a bread truck for a while, and he was a preacher. I don't remember so. my parents ever coming to school. Really? Okay. Yeah, like, not even for lunch? Uh, I don't yeah. remember about eating okay. lunch, but mm-hmm. you know, my mom came to one PTA in high school. I said, I don't want to ever see you back on this wow. campus. I didn't want my mom involved in school stuff. I wasn't involved in school my stuff. My mom was like the nurse in middle, in elementary school. She Room was mom. involved in all that yeah. stuff. My mom came to school one time and I was in second grade because I pooped my pants. Well, my mom, yeah, I was yeah. in first. <laughs> okay, I never like, pooped my pants at school. I'm like, mom, why is mom here? And the teacher knew, obviously, and the rest of the students knew why she was there. Oh, see, I went to the office and told the nurse I was sick to call oh, my mom to you? pick me up. I didn't do that. I just sat through. <laughs> I don't understand the thinking of what's going through your mind right there. Well, I was in second grade, I mean, man. come on, you Five yeah. years old. In, in second mm-hmm. or third grade, I got went to the bathroom, and I had this nylon zipper I couldn't get down. So I peed in my pants. I wouldn't come out of the bathroom. Yeah, and when then finally the lady says, Tom, what's going on? And so she gave me a sweater to wrap around my you know, waist until I could get my mom to come. But I wouldn't have walked out there pooping my pants and acting like nothing happened. You know what's so funny is, like, I want to do this technique you taught me, but I'm like, you know... I don't think I need it because we're just volunteering information. We ain't gonna lie about that. Like, I'm, I'm too. We're too honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe someone can use that information today. But what about us pooping our pants? No, or? about how to catch a liar. Oh, got you. I got you. Mm. All right. Maybe they, we can post this on Facebook where people can go and follow up on it. Sure, Tom. I don't have any pictures of my second. Grade I don't think Kato's okay. really gonna do that. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Well, I have the most dangerous things that you are doing, Uh the most dangerous things that you're doing, and I bring this up because a lot of them 
uh, will be this uh, 4th of July. Okay, yeah. so these are things you're doing with fireworks and stuff? Well, not not just fireworks, but just in general. So Eating mayonnaise after it's been out in the sun well, all day? You know what? You look at that uh, mm. potato salad. You're like, yeah, <laughs> potato pota- main yeah. salad or something like that. Did that just come out of the icebox or the cooler? Yeah, it's got flies on it, and it's yeah. warm to the touch. That, that, I do hate that. We do have a reunion around the 4th of July every year with a yeah. big family, and they just leave the food out on the table. We do, too. Yeah, and, like, and, and there's I flies mean, all potato over. Potato salad, coleslaw, we leave it there till we're done eating eat at your own risk mm-hmm. so that is a sign like a pool okay eat at your own risk no lifeguard on duty all right well i'll get to what we're going to be doing of course it's dangerous uh, in just a second they say fixing appliances that's dangerous rates of uh, electrocution deaths among men jumped about uh 76 percent in the past few years. Really? I guess because we're seeing those do-it-yourself videos. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and we're like, okay, I think I can do this. So I've usually been able to fix stuff. I've only had two times where I've been electrocuted. <laughs> One was when someone told me the ceiling fan power had been cut off, but it hadn't. <laughs> I thought it had, though. No, you turned a switch off at the wall. Yeah, no. That is not cutting the power <laughs> well, off. I did not know, but it was funny to see you go flying across the room. Hey, the fan stopped spinning, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> turned off. I started. Um, <laughs> Um, and then the other time I was working on one of my uh, kids' computers, and I had my hand down inside the case, and I touched something I shouldn't have touched. And my hand came out of that case fast, and I cut myself all up because it didn't take the proper route out. It just came out, <laughs> and I cut myself. But that was an unpleasant feeling. Okay. So that was one of the most dangerous things that you're doing right now. Make sure okay. you watch all that video. Also, hanging your own TV. Really? Because yeah. that doesn't seem that dangerous. Uh, you got to put the hanger up first, and then you put the TV on. Yeah, you got to make sure you got it in the studs. That's true. People are stupid. Yeah. Well, it's like 19,000 uh, people were sent to the ER, and that's in like just the past few years, past wow. five or six years. And some even are killed by falling TVs. See, those flat screens don't seem like they're heavy enough to kill you. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they hit you good enough. That's, that's so far, those two things I'm not even attempting to do. I've done both those things. All right. Sitting down all day, that's dangerous for you. Oh, I well. do that every day. <laughs> <laughs> does laying down count? No, laying down does not count. Oh, then I'm fine. Yeah. The more time that you are sitting each day, the greater your chance of dying at early age. So I, at home, I've got my computer on this little rolling thing. It's like a little table. <laughs> okay. So it rolls up next to the bed. And oh. I can lay down on my stomach on the bed. And I was going to change it to sit down like a normal person, but I keep hearing this thing that you're not supposed to sit all day. So That was meant for like eating, though, right? No, it's it's, like, they make it for computers. Do they really? Yeah, and so I was like, okay, and maybe I'm safer laying down all day. Okay. <laughs> my wife doesn't like it. So here's the things that could get you with the 4th of July coming up. All right. Boozing near a body of water. Okay, alcohol yeah. and water. Yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah. No one thinks it is until you're drowning. They say like roughly yeah. eight adults die every day by drowning. 80% of those victims are men. And, and they're intoxicated. 70% of them have alcohol related to that death. That's because you don't have good sense when you have a lot of alcohol. And yeah. that's okay a lot of times, but it's not okay when you're in a vehicle or on large bodies of water. Well, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I'm like, I want to be on one of those big pontoon boats. Kind of like, you know, you're in a ship and you're going about four miles an hour. Hour. That's not a pontoon boat. Pontoon boats pull people skiing and stuff. We don't. Well, they can. I mean, no, they that's can. more dangerous it. than a ship. Got the two canisters on it, though. You usually don't go too fast on a pontoon right. boat. We don't anyway. Four miles an hour slow. They're okay. moving better than that. Well, ten. ten and they go knots. 
All right. Uh, obviously, lighting fireworks, very dangerous. Roughly 9,000 people end up in the ER every year as a result of messing around with fireworks. Now, I've done some dumb things on my own. I but have to. The most dangerous thing I ever did was going to this guy's fireworks party. He knocks over a huge canister of mortars, and it starts coming wow. at all of the people watching That's it. because the wick was going very fast, and I was so scared when I lit that firework, I had to run to get away, and I kicked the fireworks over. And it's one of those, it's not the little bitty fireworks, like, it's, just, poof, poof. it's one of those, like, I paid about $100 for one. It was a mortar thing. Yeah, it was huge. I, I've learned that all the dangerous things for me seem to involve you. I know, yeah, I know. Right? There was 19 people invited to this party out on this deck, and all the fireworks going straight to him, and you can see him spread. It was almost like Moses parting the Red Sea. <laughs> <laughs> that was red yeah. fireworks, by the way. We should have yeah. beat you up. Yeah, and then finally they say uh, cooking with gas. Okay. That's a very dangerous Why? thing that people are doing. Uh, roughly 17,000 serious accidents annually because it involves propane grills right? And stuff like that. They don't really blow up that often. They, they don't blow up, but... The, you know, like um, they, um, say, they say, well, they say explosions. Wow. Are, are yeah. You're doing wrong. You haven't seen the videos? There's lots of videos where yeah. people, the gas is on, they don't know it. They go to light it with a lighter. And ah, so well, it's always something. Blaze. They're yeah. also saying fires, though. Fires are significantly more common right. with those propane grills. It just don't stuff. seem like they would kill you that often. You might burn yourself. You might uh, yeah. catch your your deck on fire, but it doesn't seem like you would just die. Burn your eyebrows. You know, you singe those. They caught the grill on fire at our cookout here we had a couple of weeks really? ago. <laughs> yeah, they said it was blazing. They had to pull it away from the building. Oh, that's funny. I'm like, oh, at least uh, they got it under control before they threw the burgers that, on. That hamburger grease, man. It's good it's going to flare up on you. They said they hadn't used it in a couple of years. So yes. There's probably the animals and stuff. In it. <laughs> no. So be extra careful. Okay. Those are the most dangerous things you're doing right now. And we have a dangerous thing for Cato to do here in a second. We're going to have him take symbols into a public restroom. That's going to be loud and it's going to be fun. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, on Torch Tuesday, a few weeks ago, we uh, got a hold of some symbols. Those big crash symbols that you have in the band. And, you know, dun, 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 <laughs> that's what I played in band oh, yeah. for a while. Oh, I really? did the crash yeah. cymbals. Oh wow, you're cool. Yeah, you're cool. that's what I thought. You'd hold them for the drummers. Yeah, that too. Oh, that's there cool. Ding, that's ding, cool. Ding, 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 well, ding. we had so much fun with that, uh, and we thought, well, what else could we do with these cymbals? So we came up with the idea to send Cato out and uh, have the crash cymbals in a bathroom. He's like, in the stall. Well, I mean, what? who would uh, think of, you know, what What noise would that do? Well, like, I know what it would do yeah. to me. Yeah. I'd finish my business. <laughs> exactly. So let's go ahead. We're going to check in with Cato for Torture Tuesday this week. Now, Cato, you've been sitting in this stall for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You're ready to go. We're just waiting for some unsuspecting bathroom user to come in and sit down next to you. Or if they're at the urinal, either way. But if someone comes in to use the bathroom, you're going to let them get settled in. And then smash the cymbals as loud as you can. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the plan. Okay. Now, were there a lot of people in the restaurant? Uh, yeah, I mean, it seemed to be a pretty good crowd. Okay, so sooner or later, someone's bound to come in there, and once they filled up, they usually have to empty. Yeah. <laughs> Is the bathroom clean? Yeah, it's pretty clean, yeah. Okay. I don't mind sitting here. It may not be clean after you smash those cymbals <laughs> together, though. There's no telling what may happen. But make sure they get settled in, you know, and it's all quiet before you smash the cymbals. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. All right. Cato's about to crash some cymbals in a restroom here in the upstate. I'm coming. Okay. All right, Cato, cough twice whenever they've sat down, or, or I'll tell you what, cough once for the urinal, twice for the toilet. <coughs> okay, that's two. One if I land, two if I see. Okay. All right, now, once you think they've pulled their pants down, you can see them, like, look under and see if you can see their legs. <laughs> All right, if you are ready, then go ahead and crash the cymbals. Okay, in three, two, one. That's awesome. Excuse me? What was that? <laughs> oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize somebody else was in there. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is that? I'm uh, just practicing for the band. I'm in the band, and I just finished stuck for breakfast, and I'm getting ready to uh, to um, to go to band practice. And I was just practicing a little bit. Like, Yo, do you want to do it in here? It scared the crap out of me. <laughs> it's, it's got the best acoustics. Listen to the echo and the vibration. Sorry. He just laughed. Did he leave? He laughed. He's probably going to complain. Oh, get out of there. I hope he finished. You probably scared the crap out of him. He did. That's a, uh, he had to hurry up. <laughs> I would say you should go ahead and leave before he comes back. Yeah, he wasn't happy, was he? Okay, I'm going to leave. Peek out the door. Is anyone going to be looking? Let me look out. How are you going to hide the symbols getting out of there? There's no way. There's no way. They're 18-inch symbols. <laughs> hey, how are you? Did you wash your symbols before you left? <laughs> All right, Kato, get out of there before oh, you get in trouble. I'm out. Yeah, I think everybody in the restaurant was looking right at the bathroom door when I walked out. That was funny, man. <laughs> All right, can I go? Yeah, you can go. It's Kato in the bathroom uh, with symbols. Now, that's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who needs fireworks we have Cato with symbols in the bathroom i think you get beat up if he keeps it up though <laughs> i know that's torch tuesday here on the hawk and tom show it's the hawk and tom show on b 93.7 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.